ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Operation F1. I am Mickey James. I'm alongside Reese Peak. We are coming to you the very next day after the Austrian Grand Prix in Styria. Not the Styrian Grand Prix in Austria, the Austrian Grand Prix in Styria. And uh, I'm a very happy man, actually. What about you, Reese? Are you a, you a happy camper after that? The episode yesterday? I'm exhausted, Inspector. I'm absolutely exhausted. Uh, That's three races in a row and three great ones, but just not the results maybe that I was looking for from a fan's point of view with Lewis Hamilton, but great for Max Verstappen. Thoroughly enjoyed the race again. Lots of action, lots of drama, and let's get straight into recapping. Yeah. Yeah, let's... Do you want to start with the points... They've changed somewhat since last week. We've, yeah, um, well, you know, Verstappen takes his lead out to 182 points now. Yeah, which is 32 ahead of Hamilton. Um, in 150, we got Perez in 104, Norris in 101 now. And I want to interrupt there and just say two more, three more poor performances from Hamilton, and he'll be he'll be surpassed by Norris. 101 points, Bottas on 92 points, Leclerc on 62, Signs only two behind. On 60. Gasly has been overtaken by Ricardo now on 40 points. Gasly on 39. Vettel in 30. Red Bull up to 286 points with Mercedes down on 242. McLaren 141. Ferrari 122. And Alpha Tauri on 48 points. Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. Tori. <laughs> Taurus. Tauri. There you go. It's like Tweety. Tauri. Um. Yeah, so obviously that's happened from a Verstappen win and uh, Bottas, a decent second place for him. Yep. And a fantastic drive from Lando Norris to get on the podium as well. I'm gutted he didn't get that second place. Such a good driver. Such a good driver, Such a good driver, man. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He he was. He he really was. But we saw both those two young Brits being, um, being... The young ones. Yeah, the two young Brits were... Russell, you know, impressive, Russell. and uh, and and Russell impressed Alonso big time, and mm. obviously Norris impressed Hamilton big time. As yeah, well. so there's like two bromances going on now. Yeah. Two, two fanboys. I mean, yeah. who would have ever thought Fernando Alonso and uh, Lewis Hamilton would become fanboys um, of the of know, the new of new, of new drivers? Yeah. So we heard on the radio, obviously now Lando Norris, uh, uh, you know. Hamilton had said what a good driver he was. It must have been from the defence defensive driver when Hamilton overtook him. But yeah, his, also, his brakes were on fire, and then he said, yeah. "God, you know, he's rating him, wasn't he?" And then yeah. you know, he's done the same. Such a good driver. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and obviously we we had Russell and 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 Alonso at the at the end of the race, and Alonso saw who was ready for to to overtake for P ten, and he actually said. Anybody but anybody him. but George Russell. He said when I saw that he was in tenth place, he said, you know, just anybody but him. You know, I think he uh, he rates him, doesn't he? Quite a lot because mm. he's talent. You know, he's a talented guy. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a shame. But you know, it, it was still in doubt whether or not Alonso was going to catch him. I know Alonso's Alonso, but George was doing such a great job in that car, and he just run out of laps. I think had he have had you know. Two laps less, you know. He might have he might have pulled in his mm. first points in that in that car for this yeah. year or any year, isn't it? Has he actually got points before? Uh, oh, he, not not for Williams, no, 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 no. No, it was going to be his best uh, his best finish for Williams, right? Um, but not to be. But he's still going to have plenty of opportunity in the future, I am sure. 
I think so. But not a good day at the office for Mercedes or in particular Lewis Hamilton. Uh, it was, as we say, for Bottas. The best he could possibly ask for was second place today. Yep. What I was really impressed with was Lando Norris's, obviously his qualifying position. He was so close. I think it was half a tenth away from uh, pole position. But he actually had the race pace. And, and we talked about this before. He had the race pace, but we he- we heard McLaren's radio still focusing on teams behind him yeah. and who Norris was racing, not the people that he was physically racing on track, which was the two Mercedes and, and Max Verstappen. But I think it, that, that upset you. It annoyed me. I think it annoyed you. It certainly pissed Julian Palmer off on uh, BBC Five Live. He wasn't a happy camper, was he? And it, and he's right. You know why? Why would McLaren bother turning up to a Grand Prix weekend if they if they don't think they've got what it takes to win the race? You know why would you self affirm that you're you know a midfield team? Hopefully now moving forward they see okay, Ricardo's still so much. Suffering, but he's he's surpassed Gasly in the in the points, which is a good sign. And Norris, you know, he took on Hamilton, and he, how many laps did he hold him back for? I and know, so, I mean, he, he, his car wasn't fast, but Hamilton could just not get round him. Mm. Just couldn't get round him. He was too defensive in his driving. That's amazing. If you've got a slower car, you need that. And he's obviously got round him eventually. But yeah, they definitely did seem to have the pace. Even race pace, because at the steering Grand Prix, the obviously last weekend, same track in Austria. In Austria, right? They, 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 the 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 front three or front four, if you like, built a huge gap to what's wrong? No, nothing. Carry on. Oh, (laughs) what do you mean? What's wrong? (laughs) You okay? Do you want to talk about something? It was your eyes just popping out of the red. I was just looking at things. Looking at statistics here. Oh, right. I'm trying to, you know, statistically match up your story. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yes, it was the front four. If you remember the Styrian Grand Prix in Austria, <laughs> the uh, Lando Norris let Perez and Bottas go through, mm. pretty much. It was easy passes. And then he ran his own race because they were focusing on Ferrari, making sure that Leclerc and Sainz didn't catch him up. Uh, and there was a big gap after only a few second, uh, a few laps. It was just like a sixteen-second gap, and it only got bigger. But he didn't. He wasn't. It wasn't like that this weekend. No, he kept up pace with. He even nearly. He could have overtaken Bottas near the end. He was within DRS zone or just outside DRS zone, even in the final laps of the race. Yeah, I don't know um, what that was about. Whether or not he was just playing it safe to to try and accumulate yeah. that that third place. It, I would. I think I would have given it a go, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was definitely, definitely on the money. And I think with they were they were focusing on Gasly behind, who was on a different strategy. He was started the race on soft tires anyway. Really, they they were on different strategies. I think there was no one really near Lando Norris. All race, you, no. you take you take Verstappen, the Mercedes, and Red Bulls out, or just even one Red Bull. No one was near him. Mm. In his in his category and field, no, he was so heads and shoulders above everybody else that he is competing against for that when, third position. When and, Lewis did get round, hmm. he didn't gain that much of a lead either. And no. I know he he didn't injure his car when he was behind Norris, did he? He did no. it bef- after it passed. soon after as well. Yeah, so but he didn't you know get that much of a lead on him. He, he's a decent he's a decent driver 
Norris. And uh, no, all the best to him. I think moving forward, he's uh, you know I think this will give him some sort of confidence. When you when you hold Lewis Hamilton up for that many many yeah. laps, he's probably going to come into it thinking, you know what, I've got the, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we're 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 what a third through the season now. Yep. You know, it's no fluke that he's sitting what five points behind Sergio Perez. Yeah. No, three. Three points. Yeah, 101, 104. Next race, it, you know, Norris will pass him. He'll put himself in third yeah. place. And, and like I say, Hamilton's on 150, so he's 49 points behind fucking Hamilton. Two, two race wins. Yeah. But particularly with, with Perez there, he has been, con- he, I think he's been more consistent than Sergio Perez. And we're talking about Sergio Perez, who is in a car that is the fastest yeah. car on the grid, and he's only three points behind. I think that shows what a great job that Lando Norris has been doing here. Yeah, uh, it begs the question that if McLaren in the f- upcoming years don't have that competitive car, where does Norris mm. get to? But someone will grab him up. But I, I think so. I think Perez sort of took, like he said, he took five races to get his crap together, mm. and the sixth race he did, um, he won that race, did he not? Yep. And then uh, obviously he had a strong effort last week in Austria, coming second. Yeah. And. Had he not spun or been pushed into the gravel or whatever happened there, that uh, we'll get onto the penalties very shortly. Yeah, he might quite possibly would have you know finished on the podium himself. So yeah. other than uh, that spin cost him, you know, because well, he went from there right down to twelfth place. Did he? Did yeah, I tenth, think it was tenth, 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 tenth place. Tenth place. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a hell of a field to get back through and serve ten seconds worth the drive through penalties. Yeah, and then still finish third. You know that's not that's not a bad effort, really. When you when you think about it, where did he finish? Actually, third. Sergio Perez. Did he? he f- no. Where, where did he finish? Uh, not not third. Sorry, he didn't finish third. That's a lie. Um, where did he finish? So yeah, he finished sixth behind Sainz in the end. So a, a reasonable recovery drive. Chico behind Carlo, but with ten seconds on that as well. That's that's where where he really has suffered, because you take those ten seconds off. He's he's. Finishing a second behind Hamilton, yeah, in fourth. So he's, he's which is uh, there's a few memes floating around with Alex Elbin, you know, playing God, mm-hmm. looking at that gravel trap. But you know, Red Bull got to be looking at that as well. They're going to go, okay, he's come off there, he's gone down to tenth place. Then he's had to serve out those time penalties. He's still a decent driver to come back and finish in sixth place. Yeah, um, and it's just it's one of them things, and he was probably in the wrong place. Um, you know, or the right place, and, and Norris was being an arsehole, one or the other, and which I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, everyone else in the race, you know, solid effort, I guess, you know. Yeah, just before we go on to the penalties, it's worthwhile mentioning Ricardo. I think, did well to finish seventh from where he started, which I think was 13th. He started 13th uh, to seven. Alonso obviously recovered into... 10th. Yeah, he, he gets a point there. Um Gasly going backwards, but Science fifth place. I thought that was that was good. Ferrari. I think if yeah uh, were were pretty solid. Uh, they're not allowing McLaren to really run away. No, with it. I think what helps Ferrari seems to be their race pace. Right uh, over one lap, maybe not as strong as McLaren at most races in particular. But yeah, they're two solid drivers over the course of a race. Yeah. So uh, Leclerc. You know, could have uh, could have got more, I think, than uh, than what he got of eighth position. You know, he was fighting for Perez. Yep. But uh, yeah, so they. But he, yeah, he got turfed off the track a couple of times, didn't he? Which was, you know, potentially might have been his own fault on one of them. Yeah. Um, so, so those penalties then, because there was three very similar ones. 
Uh, I've obviously on 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 the re- safety car after the safety car restart after Ocon obviously unfortunately went out of the race. Uh, you had Norris and Perez coming together at uh, was it turn three, and Perez ends up on the gravel. Yep. So as they're going round, Perez is trying to overtake him on the on, on the, the outside, outside. Uh, and and Norris was a little bit head then level as they as he was yep. pushed off. How did that for, so that one first? How did you see that one? Well, you know, I don't overly think that was wrong. You know, if if you compare that back to Max Verstappen a couple of years ago, same corner as well, was it not? Um, you didn't see Norris open his will to to push him out there, whereas you did with Max a couple of years ago. It was a very deliberate thing from Max. Mm. Max didn't serve out a penalty. But two no. years later, Norris does. Um, I, I think that should have been let away with. But I think because they've probably taken into consideration, if he had a spun and not lost any places or not lost those 10 places, they probably would have gone, you know what, we're not going to do anything. But because you lost so much time to get back on Perez, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the stewards have probably given them a hard time. But that particular incident, I don't think was, I don't think it was a penalty. No, no. And I think the the, the biggest point there was with Red Bull, actually, don't, they didn't think it was a penalty either. Yeah. I think that shows that, that yeah. probably. And they can't, can they? They can't say Max no. doesn't deserve a penalty, but now Nat Norris does. Yeah. So, but. And also McLaren, yeah. you know, they're going to because it's their driver. But yeah, I think that set the tone, though, didn't it? If they're going to give that a penalty, anything that might happen similar has to be. Yes, you know. and and we did see that. Leclerc was all over the back of Sergio Perez and same corner, slightly different. Perez coming from behind but had the inside, so Leclerc has gone round the outside of him. But with that one in particular, there was contact Yep, and... It was probably a little bit reckless. That was slightly different. Did you see that slightly different? I did. I saw that one as a potential penalty. Nothing against Perez, you know, um, but that one seemed like, yeah, it was a little hot headed, yeah. like it could have been avoided. And like you said, it, it was slightly different racing lines to the to the early one that we spoke about. So it wasn't a fifty fifty at the time. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was coming from behind. It was reckless. Yeah. I yeah. thought. I yeah. thought it was, um, it, it was deserve of a drive through penalty. Yeah, and then a lap or two later. Um, that was f- so one, two, three. Was it six and seven? We saw a uh, fast left hand turn. Uh, yeah. Leclerc's on the outside he's on again. So to the right hand side on this the time. On the right hand side. And, and he's on the gravel again. Yeah, and, and he finds himself on the gravel. That one was maybe a little bit more 50 50. They were together. Mm. That, that one wasn't behind the other, but that was maybe a little bit more 50 50. It's not a race. It's not an overtaking opportunity there. So I don't clerks, think it is. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, that one should have been. It goes in the same category as the first one with Norris. I think. Yeah. You know, uh, you're doing a massive amount of speed there. Perez had a better line. It's uh, the natural line. Leclerc was off the natural line. He's come unstuck, and he's you know sort of blaming. I don't think it was, you know, worth a penalty. To be honest, did you? No. Uh, I didn't think that one was. No. Uh, I think the, the the first the first Perez one was. Yeah. So the Norris. one in the middle, yeah. Norris. Norris, and I don't Perez think was. It, yeah. No, uh, I've got here what. Um, uh, so FIA race director Massey has said. Obviously, the stewards had a look at all three. In Sergio's case with Lando, so this is the first first one. He was wholly alongside Lando, and therefore 
there is an onus to leave a car's width to the edge of the track. And then the same in reverse with Checo Perez and Charles Leclerc at the exit of turn four. So he seen he deems them exactly the same. Right. Which is why they both had both both had this, the same penalty. And then with Perez and Ch- uh, Charles Leclerc again at the exit of turn six, um, his view was, and I don't sit in the stewards' room to deliberate, that in all three circumstances, a car's width should have been left to the edge of the track because the two cars were alongside each other. Right. So uh, he sees them as all consistent in penalties. Uh, Doesn't necessarily see it how the way that we see it. Uh, My big issue with that, and I get that, that's nice to come out and give us some some explanation behind it, but my issue is that with that is you keep penalising drivers for that, you're taking away wheel-to-wheel racing. Yeah, because the racing line is only one car wide. It's not two cars wide. And despite whether they're being, you know, side by side or not, the guy who's on the racing line, why should he have to move off of the racing line and slow himself down because some other guy has decided to come up off the racing line and overtake round the outside? That's just going to encourage people throwing themselves very quickly into stupid positions and corners and then go, oh, you know, diving, yeah. if you like. I, I was there, so he yeah. must give me a... He a, must give me room, yeah. you know. I, th- I think we, we want to see this hard wheel racing. We don't want it penalised. Yeah. We saw a spate of this, uh, was it 15, 16? And I think it was in 17, they relaxed the rules. Right. And allowed a little bit more, and they let a, la- a lot more go. Yeah, because you want this wheel-to-wheel racing. You do. You don't, yeah. don't want to penalise drivers for having this. Obviously, we don't want to mm. see see people suffer for it and maybe in a way and being devil devil's advocate here is possibly the Norris one because Perez lost out so badly could have been penalized but why would Perez be penalized when Leclerc didn't lose any places yeah so another way of looking at it Perez has not only lost what maybe a good 10 12 seconds with the initial spin he's then had to serve 10 more seconds Mm. you know that that guy's just but I mean, if you look at the the whole year in context as well, how many times has Leclerc put his car in a stupid position, knocked his wing off, knocked someone else's tyre, you know, did it to Gasly last week because he can't see over the dashboard, but Perez has been solid and sturdy and never been aggressive or done mm. anything stupid. So I would probably side with Chico, you know, in, in the race line thing because Charles Leclerc is more likely to come up and take a dick line. Right, <laughs> you know, like you know, just put his car wherever and 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 hedge his bets, you know. Like, yeah, honestly, I mean, mm. honestly, excellent. So, well, that certainly clears that one up. Oh, yes. Penalties. <laughs> oh, well, actually, no, no, it doesn't, because we had more. Yeah, we had we had loads more. I mean, that's three. How many was it? Seven. We got four more to discuss. Well, Yuki Tsunoda, tell me about Yuki Tsunoda. Well, what happened there? Well, I well he's driven over the pit entry line in in the wrong way twice. So you've got white line, yeah. white lines as you come in. So you either have to be if you're going in the pits, you, you have, have to, to be, be yeah on one on side the right the hand side of the line before you on in that track anyway. As you're going in, you you must already be across into the line. But he's obviously been on the racetrack, driven across the white line twice. But he, you know, it's been pointed out that it's the same track two weeks in a row. Was he not doing it last week, or was it just not noticed last week? And he's not managed to do that at all. 
you know, in any of the free practices or the qualifying or anything like that, but just twice in the race. Mm. Fucking race up twice. Yeah. You know? Silly, really. <laughs> you know? What does he expect? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that what else we the... got? Kimmy Raikkonen? Well, Raikkonen. There was a later one, wasn't it, after the race? That was at the end. It was the last lap, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, that was, he was given it after the race, but uh, on the last lap, uh, he's, he's handed a, a penalty because he's literally just driven into the side of, of Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Just literally wiped him out. Pure, for, pure fault of Raikkonen. I don't, need, I don't think I need to ask you that. Probably I mean, dreaming we, about those hailstones, but did he, he obviously um, got a racing point for that, like on a super licence, right? Like I think the, one of our fellow podcasters has put an update of the super points. Norris is all the way up in 10. He only needs two more. Lando Norris. So when you get a drive-through penalty like that, do you, do you also get points on your super license if you're penalised? Uh, you um, you you do get points. Right, so that's um, why Norris has been updated from where he was to where he is now. I mean, two more points, and he's uh, he's missing out a week. So yeah. his, his championship race is not over yet, old Norris. So he doesn't want any of those uh, missing out the races, does he? No. Well, Stewart's added twenty seconds onto Raikkonen's race time. Um, and and two two points two two penalty points. Um, it didn't change where he finished. Uh, I think it really just uh, just made him look stupid. Yeah. yeah, if I'm completely honest. But after that, they were then handing out penalties and and whatnot you know, like sweets. Yeah, who who was who was called into the steward? There was like eleven or something. There was, there was eleven <laughs> races. I've got them here. It's like so, a whole whole rugby team full of arseholes <laughs> called into the headmaster's office, isn't it? Like, <laughs> so, so I think it was due to this crash, and then obviously we have yellow flags and, and the two Ferrari boys had obviously speeding under yellow flags, weren't they? I think did they all get let off with that because it was so late? But, yeah. So uh, Latifi and Mazepin, they got picked. They got in trouble for it, didn't they? Yes. Yes. So why did the two Ferrari guys get off that? Because I'm, I'm wondering, there was a whole lot. And when I was looking at it, when I heard about that, I thought, my God, if all these guys above get points, it's going to put Alonso like, back up into sixth or fifth place. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there was one as well. Uh, Russell also went to the stewards as well uh, as an investigation into his late defence for 10th from Fernando Alonso, which he was cleared from. Yeah, he did nothing wrong. Um, there, did he? Vettel was cleared Sainz, Perez, Ricardo, Leclerc, Gasly, Giovinazzi were all summoned, um, but were cleared um, cleared of wrongdoing. But right. Mazepin and Latifi <clears throat> weren't. So maybe they had proof. They, they so how did you prove that? You get summoned because you're speeding under a yellow flag. Yeah, but then you get let off with it because you got proof that you weren't. Yeah, you, you just. So how do you prove? Like, if, why were you summoned in the first place? You must have been speeding to get summoned. So how do you prove? How do you undo that? That's well. You know, that's a good question, and I'll take you back to 2016 where Rosberg, I believe, was it Hungary or a German Grand Prix, and there was a crash and it was yellow flags in the final sector. Yeah. He still got pole. Right. Even though it was yellow flags, he still got the pole. And basically, when he was summoned, Mercedes gave him the Delta and showed and proved that he was faster in sectors one and two. But in sector three, where the flag was, it showed he'd lifted, and he'd lifted for something like 0.25 in a second. And because that was a lift, it was accepted. 
I think there's a lot of banana eating and sore jaws going on in that steward's room, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be. Come on. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Yeah. So that's Focus. that's the penalties. <laughs> that's the penalties. That's the penalties. Right. Um, yeah, they're busy. They were, they were probably the busiest people on, on that day, weren't they? You know, that's uh, that's that's a that's a busy day at the office for the for the stewards. Yeah, I think. Uh, luckily, it didn't make too many changes as far as the race result. Right. Too many. Yeah. Too many changes. Um, you know, particularly for Latifi Mazepin, right down the bottom anyway, fifteenth uh, and nineteenth. Uh, respectively, and um, yeah, so the Raikkonen Vettel one. I mean, they were last lap. It was for twelfth place. It wasn't for anything. You just don't. I just don't understand it. But uh, but yeah, I'm pleased it didn't hinder Norris too much. I think that third place, as much as he was disappointed with second, I think third place was the best that he could possibly ask for. Uh, Perez hindered a little bit more. Um, by his penalties, but um, yeah, there we go. A decent, decent result. So, yeah, is that on the uh, on the stewards' inquiries and the and the? Yeah, I think so. I think right. so. But we'll learn. Uh, yeah, uh, just a quick mention before we move on to the next topic uh, is Lewis Hamilton. Again, what are we mentioning this time? Just really, just on his new deal. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> How could one forget? Yeah, yeah he's it's signed a big new. So he's just signed yeah. a new two signed year contract. A, two, a, a brand new extension on his contract for two years. And then because of his poor performance, he's let, he's let it all down. Mm. But uh, no, congratulations. It's, um, you know, I'm not surprised that they still want him for two more years, to be honest. But I am surprised that he is going to stay for two more years with the initial temporary one year contract last year. It's, it seems weird that you'd extend it now for two more, but maybe circumstances in his life have changed. I think with regards to that was just really because it was left so late in the day was just to get him signed up yeah. uh, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. We, we give ourselves some time to talk and, and he, discuss. And he did say that he wanted a deal in place by summer break, and, yeah. you know, and then Which by Silverstone uh, or whatever. So, no, congratulations to him. Yeah, that's, that's think, um, happy before days. Before we move on with the next topic, we should uh, mention about uh, today's sponsor, Um it's our rolling sponsor, to be honest, all season long so far. So our sponsor is Eastwood Studios. Now, Eastwood Studios is a recording studio on the outskirts of Milton Keynes. It's currently open for mixing and mastering, and you can find out more about their other services over on eastwoodstudios.co.uk. Uh, excellent. Okay, right. Let's move on to this weekend. Because Austria's been great, but we've got to say Good night, Vienna. Yeah, we got to say good night, Vienna, to Austria. I like that. Yes. Um, and let's move forward to the British Grand Prix because mm. in two weeks' time we've got Silverstone kicking us off on Friday the sixteenth of July, and we need to give it some attention because we have got the first of three sprint race weekends, which is going to be. Is this? Can I just in- interrupt this on. for the Euros final? When will this be? Before or after Silverstone? No, the Euros finals this weekend. This weekend. Yes. So there's going to be either a whole lot of very happy or very angry people at the... Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Are you going to win? England have got a semi-final to, 
to get they that do. hurdle first, and then they've got probably. I mean, since I've moved to the UK, which was 2003, you've won a Rugby World Cup and a cricket one. I just wonder if you might add to the football one for well, me, for me, you know. Well, they haven't ever won a Euros, but uh, it's been since 1966, so... I keep hearing as well this, you know, every two years, it's coming home, it's coming home, and I hate to point out that every time someone says it, it doesn't. No. You might prove me wrong. No. You might prove me wrong. No. Good luck but, anyway. Uh, but uh, but certainly Formula One is coming home in two weeks' time <laughs> at the British Grand Prix. Yes, it is. Um, and Good save. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So... I think we've gone through it before, but I will go through it again. This is the schedule for the sprint race weekend. Yes. So on Friday, the 16th of July, you have uh, practice one. So that is going to be a one hour practice session. Um, and that's 2.30 till 3.30. And then you will then have qualifying on Friday. And that's six till seven. Right. Can I just, uh, I was... I was thinking about this and I thought, well, qualifying when everyone's working, that's going to be no good. But six till seven, they're obviously it's an evening slot. Yep. Perfect. Everyone will be available to watch it. Yeah. In the pub. In the pub. Maybe. Um, Saturday will then be practice two in the, in lunchtime. And then you have the sprint race on Saturday afternoon. So on Friday, there will be qualifying to determine the sprint race grid. The sprint race will be 25 minutes to half an hour long, and that result will qualify the full race on Sunday. So that sprint race, the standings for that, will determine what the starting grid is for the full race on Sunday. Yes. Cool. So that seems pretty exciting in a way. It's different, obviously, like like you've said. I think you said last week that, you know, let's all give it a chance because it was getting a lot of heat, wasn't mm. it, at the start? We don't need sprint races and we don't need this bit. Yeah. We've seen these little yeah. mix-ups before that haven't really worked, but like we said before, let's let's give it a go. Mm. Let's give it a chance. Um, Max so, and Lewis have a prang on Saturday in that sprint race and it exactly. leaves it wide open on Sunday, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, and, and that's what we need to bear in mind is some will be – a little bit cautious on the Saturday sprint race. Some wouldn't, won't be. Wouldn't that be nice though? I mean, you don't want those two guys to crash, but if for some freakish reason, Verstappen and Hamilton start very last on Sunday mm. and they both got to plough their ass through that field and one of them wins. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it, can, it can happen. Uh, so the points will be awarded on the sprint race for first, second and third only. There will not be a podium ceremony but they will be an They'll award. They'll just get points. They'll get points. And they're not and full points, are they? So three points for the for the win. Yeah, two. Two for second place and one and point one, for yeah. third place. And, and yeah, so that... What that, about the fastest lap? My understanding is you can get a fastest lap in the sprint race, in sprint race two. Is that correct? Or is that don't, changed? I don't think so. Right. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, there are some rules because we, we, we had some questions about this. I've done a little bit of research, yeah. believe it or not. And I've looked into tyres. Still researching fun facts, I'm sure. <laughs> um, tyres. Because obviously it's going to be a different right. weekend. So the tyres. The uh, I think this will be, this is quite important. Is this what I was talking about, the Pirelli changes? 
the other week or the week before. So I this mentioned w- about them. I, there's changes coming up, and I don't know what they are. The change, <laughs> the changes will be over 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 the summer, sprint race weekend. The summer holidays, right? So, okay. So the sprint race weekend. Uh, this is. Uh, the rules around the tyres. So in Friday's first practice, each driver can only use two sets of tyres. Right. That's in Friday first practice. The Friday qualifying session will provide drivers with five soft sets. Right. Five soft sets. After that, teams will use these options for tyres for the remainder of the weekend. Right. One. You ready? Yeah. These options. One set of tyres for Saturday's practice session. Teams decide which compound. Okay. One set of tyres for the sprint race. Teams decide it. Right. So they can choose whatever they like. Two remaining sets of tyres for the Grand Prix with teams able to choose which compound to start on. So they can start on whatever compound they like for the race throughout, right. the, throughout the grid. Whereas before we've always seen the top 10 using what they qualified on. So there are going to be um, some some nice changes there. Obviously, you've got the wet wear of the intermediate intermediate tyres, uh, which will be available um, as much as particularly. When, right, yeah, will we have a wet Silverstone? Exactly. When I, when I've been there, you want it dry mm. and sunny. It's horrible. But it's when, you watch, when you're watching <laughs> it on TV, you want, you want it, it raining. Wet, yeah. Really wet. You do. Uh, so so you can select your own compound, and I assume. These must be Pirelli. They can't be Bridgestone or an old Goodyear. Yeah, you know, when, you can, when they <laughs> choose their tire, they can't go and get a nice. You can't pair go of, and get an old one from like two thousand and four no, or anything. No, look, no Goodyear no. Eagles. And that's, then, uh, a, that's upsetting, isn't it? That's it's unfortunate. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I think that it will be interesting. Like we said before, let's give it a go. It may bring up some surprises. What we always have at the start of a Grand Prix is is some incidents. Right. And I think that it may just do that. Yeah. People's race weekends could be ruined in the sprint race. People's race weekends could be made in the sprint race. Yeah. So let's just see how it works. It's like I said, joking, but being serious earlier, is Max could T-bone Hamilton and put him last effectively and get a 10-place penalty and still be 10 cars ahead of him on the race for Sunday. Yeah. And if Max is listening, I think he's probably going to do that now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Or they're going to get Perez to do it. <laughs> so we know Christian Horn is listening, coming up for some some assistance in the skullduggery department. You know, because Mercedes have always been the king of that, haven't they? Yes, they have. They have. Uh, just a couple of other things. Uh, sprint race. If you don't finish, you start at the back of the grid for the race. Right. Fair enough. The first one not to finish starts at the back. Right. In that order. Yep, yep. So that's uh, that's that. Uh, obviously, cars get damaged. Um, there's a there's a sprint race package of half a million dollars um, for the three events. Obviously, a bit of a booster. Obviously, for new parts and stuff yep. like that, because there is potentially uh, going to be. Uh, well, when you think about damage. this, I mean, how many laps can you do of Silverstone? In twenty to twenty-five minutes, twenty-five to thirty minutes, you could probably do. Were they one, one fifteen? Yeah, one something like that. It's 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 yeah. I, th- I you're so probably going to pretty get much going to do twenty laps in there on top of. So think about this: the car is going to be what's what's Silverson sixty-six laps in a normal race. Yeah, 
So you're going to be effectively doing 86 laps of racing. Mm. These cars aren't really designed to do that. You've got less, yes, but you've also got one less practice session. Right. So so mileage-wise, yeah, you've got less. uh, But practice is very different to race. Mm, Yeah. And it's not about, I would say, about the wear on the the engine. It's more about the damage that can be caused by having a shunt with somebody Mm, else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And and that's really what what could suffer. This this might really blow it open and make it exciting. I think so. Yeah. they they will be obviously entering um, part Fermi, um, but they can obviously replace parts with like for like parts right. um, between sprint race and full race. So, yes, let's. Uh, so that's it on the sprint racing. Yes. Awesome. Well, excited. Arms wide open. Let's see what it's like. If it's good, hopefully they keep it. Yes. And if it's shit, get rid of it. Yes. Happy days. Right. Right. Before we go. <laughs> I have got fun facts today. Fuck's sake. And I can I just apologise to everybody. We have not come to you, or I haven't come to you with fun yeah, facts. there's no we about uh, this. For two reasons. One, ill-prepared. Hopeless. And two, the, well, just one, really. Just ill-prepared. Still hopeless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was one, if you guys and girls will remember, that I spoke about before, which was when we talked about the extra point. Uh, for fastest lap. Right. And if that would have changed a world championship or championships, how many would it have changed over the last 30 years? And so this is only taking into consideration the extra point for the fastest lap, not the changing of the point structure system. No. So it's just the, 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 basically, if you finished in the top 10. Yep. And you got the fastest lap for that race. Yep. We add a point, yep, or I right. add a point to your, so, your tally. So where it used to be 10 points, yeah, so pretty much it was more valuable back in the day, this one point, because, I mean, yeah. you're 25 points for a win now with an extra point, but back then you were 10 for a win. Yeah. You would have got 11 with the – that would have been hugely valuable, wouldn't it? Yes. So uh, it's taken me a little while to go through it and sit down. Fucking only a month, six weeks. Yes. Something like that. So uh, in the last 30 years, do you want to know – what championships changed? Yeah. I'm excited. Do I have to write this down? What do, is this a, no. One. Do I have to guess? One change. Is that it? One change. What? Braun. All of that work for one. 2008. <laughs> you must have been real pissed oh, off. Oh, 2008. 2008. Massa would have won the world championship, not Lewis. Fuck. Yep. Well, I didn't see that coming. Yes. Uh, no um, way. Yeah. Oh, of course. So he would have uh, He would have, He would would have. have won. Right, so how, how many... What was the... Was, so yeah, what was the points without this thing? What, 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 nine, what was Hamilton finished on ninety eight yeah. and Massa finished on ninety seven? He won the championship only on ninety eight points. Yeah, but this, this there was no twenty five points. There was ten points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So that that well, it was one hundred and three the year before, wasn't it? One hundred nine, one hundred six, one hundred nine. Yeah. So they actually seven. got second and third with more points the year yeah. before, yeah. right? So uh, if if we had this fastest lap. Massa would have finished on 100 points, Hamilton on 99. Wow. Yeah. So that upset me. A bit. Uh, for two reasons. Hamilton wouldn't have won in 2008. Yeah, he wouldn't have been worth a wank till 2014. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and, wow. And uh, not only that, it's all that hard work for nothing. Yeah. So yeah, you expect it to remove Alonso and give Schumacher an extra championship or yeah. maybe Barrichello wins. Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> a championship. Barry again. Braun. You Braun know, didn't, you know, Button got, was robbed of his championship. There were so many close ones that I was expecting more from it. Yeah, so, like, Vett, um, like Vettel, uh, his Red Bull reign, surely that one of them finished so close, you would have thought, you know, Alonso got quite a couple. Even Mark Webber got some fastest laps in there. Like So in 2010, Alonso finished four points behind... Um, it was two years Vettel. close, right? So would that year would it have affected anything? Uh, he would have finished two points behind Vettel, not right. four. That's crazy, isn't it? So literally nothing. However, what is important to say yep. is we see a lot of tact- tactics to gain that fastest lap. Yeah. We're talking about a time where there was no... It is theoretically. Yeah. So how would have that changed if yeah. the fastest lap was available to... Bam. Yeah, and people decide to come in. I mean, especially because those championships were hugely close. Yeah. You know, particularly 2007, 101, 109, 109. Um, they would have come in, surely. One of them would have come in. You know, that might have changed everything. You know, yeah. the way that we see racing and the way that it's... Do you know what? I'm going to offer you to do this job. He's going to like this. Reese is going to go back 20 years and he's going to... A further 20 years. N- n- let's go back to 2000. Right. The Ferrari era, and Reese is going to figure out for you, lovely people. Uh, championships won on the old, on the new point system. And right. Okay. So championship actually, we don't we we know which ones have been won on the new championship. So from two thousand until the point system was changed, when was that? Twenty fourteen? No. Ten. Ten. Yeah, I think it was, was it ten or eleven. Was it? It was one of them years, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that that period of decade, mm-hmm. who would. I'm guessing Schumacher would have. I'm guessing it would have just pushed these guys further out that already won them. Potentially, potentially, but uh, I will just say that um, one person that would have won a championship because I, I I looked at other years as well, and the late great Gilles Villeneuve would oh, have won f- it in 1979. Oh. This with these points. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, that's a big shame. So. Uh, Yes. So he, he would have won just the one championship. Yeah. Did it give anybody else anything? Yes. Yeah, there there was there were some. Mansell would have won another one. Um, Hunt would never have won one. Right. So uh, Louder. Yeah, he would have, he would have won it. He would have won it in. So Louder would have won four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did it change anything to do with Senna and Prost? They're uh, still on Prost three and four. Would have won five. Wow. Senna would have won two championships. Yeah. Only two. Hmm. So, shit, it really would have changed a lot of things, wouldn't it? Yeah, but further back, since since we've got the big point system on twenty five points for a win, the gaps are too big. Yeah, you know it's not as tight uh, as as it used to be. Yeah. So, uh, which is your point? The new system for the old school point system should, in theory, push. Also, let's do it for the old point system. Put the old point system in for the new point system. Yeah. Do it, reverse it. Yeah. Can do that. Do both. Yeah. Do both. Oh, Christ. That's, uh, you've got a hell of a lot of work. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. This, you're probably not, people, you're probably not going to see this till season two, if no. I'm honest. But, uh. No. <laughs> um, now, because I've missed two weeks without fun facts, I'm going to give you two quick fun facts Ugh. to, uh, uh, do you know the biggest crash and the biggest G-force pulled in an F1 car. F1. Yeah. Hmm. Well, big crashes. There's a couple I remember. Mm-hmm. 
Kibitza was it uh, Canada? Yeah. Um, Alonso in Melbourne in the McLaren 2015, 16, 17, 16. 16. Yeah, that was, um, that was 46G. Is that the biggest one? No. So I'm trying to think there's got to be a bigger one than those two. Yep. It slips my mind. But well, it, it will do because it's in 1977. Right. So um, David Purley survived a crash when his car decelerated from 173 kilometres an hour to standstill in two seconds, under two seconds. And Fuck. he pulled 198G. So how did he manage to survive, like not snapping any necks or we had no Hans device, you know, no... I don't know. No, he, he's about Halo's to not going to help. Though. Right, yes. Yeah, so he's, he's just head but the steering wheel. Um, <laughs> wow. So how did they even measure G-force back then? Oh, I did, like, you know, I don't actually right, know whether so. that's uh, that's done, you know, after. They, they tried to calculate it. <laughs> Uh, well, shit. 173 kilometers to zero. Yeah, that's, in that's, less that's than two seconds. nasty. That's just real nasty that's, uh, for an old thing like that. Yeah, I mean, what's he hit? Because cars didn't stop that quick back then. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy. Um, just going back onto penalty points for this other one, right? Do you know within Sebastian Vettel holds the record for the shortest time in an F1 career before picking up a penalty? I'm not surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Speeding in the pit lane, exiting for the first ever time, nine seconds, and he gained himself a penalty. <laughs> right. Yep. That's your second fun fact. That is the second one. That's the third one today. Right. The big one, obviously, but the second one, because obviously I missed two. But right. uh, yeah, there were there was a, there was a, some others that I, that I looked at, but uh, uh, one in particular, Mercedes, uh, in dry qualifying, first time that no Mercedes in the top three, since 2017, Singapore. Right. Which is unbelievable. And George Russell. George Russell um, gave Williams their highest grid position since Felipe Massa in 2017, end of 2017. Right. These are, wow. Just coming out with all the fun oh, facts. I'm making up for the people here. Yes. No, I've, I've just given, I've given you an extra two, so I don't have to worry about them for the next couple of right. weeks. Sort of so. Paying them in lieu, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right, but uh, but no. Well, Silverstone Grand Prix. I'll uh, I have something special up my sleeve. Uh, uh, well, actually, no, I don't want to commit to that because I haven't thought of anything yet. But uh, I'll think of something special to uh, to do because it's a special home Grand Prix for me. Yeah, home Grand Prix for most teams. Home Grand Prix for Lando Norris, Russell, and Hamilton. Yep, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I'm a little bit biased, but uh, it is always drama at Silverstone. Silverstone's a nice track, though. You know, you, you can't be a Formula One fan and not appreciate it. No. So it's um, it's going to be exciting. It's two weeks away. Yep. And so, therefore, if the football isn't coming home, we know F1 is. That, that's right. If Yeah, yeah. And it'll probably just be a solo podcast because Reese will still be sulking. So uh... <laughs> uh, quick quick predictions. Who's, who's going to dominate, Verstappen, Hamilton or somebody else? I would say it's going to be Red Bull. Yeah. I think I said that uh after the first Austrian, didn't I? So Red Bull, um, I am going to hedge my bets that Mercedes have not got their shit sorted right. for some reason. And Norris has got his extra power and he's going to be there, you know. Podium? Yeah, I think so. You know, hopefully yeah. this time we can get around both Mercedes boys. But I would I would say probably more than likely um, it's going to be the two Red I'm going to go the two Red Bulls with Norris, the podium. Okay, excellent. Max. Perez and Norris. Right. And hopefully Ricardo's like fourth or fifth. Yeah. 
I'm going to go. I'm going to go Verstappen third, and I think it's a one-two Mercedes. I think they get it together. Right. I think they're going to be a dominant force. So good. I hope so. I hope so for your luck or your sake, and uh, and and the luck of Mercedes for your luck. <laughs> yeah, because uh, looking at these statistics here, I can't help but think Mercedes are in a power of shit. Well, <laughs> how do you think the sprint race is going to go? Ah, good question. I I have a funny feeling that Red Bull and Mercedes are really not going to try. No. I have a funny feeling that they're not going to be one, two, or three. I think they're going to back it off. Maybe it's going to be Ferrari and and mm. and uh, McLaren, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe Norris. You know, only saying that because you know, if it was a proper sprint race, it's going to be those. It's going to be you know the, the two, isn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see. Know. We'll see. I think it will be Aston close. Martin, maybe Aston Martin one, two. Well, you never know your luck. <laughs> you never know your luck. Anyway, look. Let's uh, let's wrap this up and we'll see you after Silverstone Grand Prix. Yep. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post-production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logo is protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Operation Media Limited.